the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And if we're ever to recover the republic, the need for private citizens to fulfill those obligations is greater than ever. We are very pleased to have with us today Graham Ledger, uh, formerly with One American News Network. He was one of the great speakers at the uh, Los Angeles Stop the Steal rally that uh, Don emceed, and I had uh, the honor of playing a smaller role in. And uh, so I know his time is limited today, so we're just going to jump right to him, what his thoughts are on uh, the current situation, the impeachment, and which kind of what led to, his, to us to invite him is Don and I were, were arguing the other day about whether the Republican Party is fixable or whether we need a new party. And you got uh, nine minutes left, Graham, to uh, give us your thoughts. <laughs> is that all I have? Uh, well, I'll, I'll start with impeachment because it's so easy. It's just ridiculous. You know, at least during uh, impeachment 1.0, the House of Representatives went quasi through the process you know they skipped the judicial uh judiciary committee of course because jerry nadler is not a functional human being but um you know this is obviously punitive it's done to do harm but as i've been posting on my social media and i mean this this is not just the impeachment of donald trump this is the impeachment of 80 to 100 million maybe more americans and they're trying to silence us this is part of the plan to shut us up and to permanently harm Donald Trump so he can't run for office again in 2024. But you know what? If we've learned anything, and if these maniacs have learned anything about Donald Trump, is that this is only going to motivate him to do exactly the opposite of what they are desiring. But we have a lot of work to do, gentlemen. We have a hell of a lot of work to do. Uh, We have to overhaul what's going on in Washington, D.C., We have to overhaul clearly what's going on in California because it's a cancer that's spreading throughout the 49 other states. And, you know, there's going to have to be some sort of long term solution to the Republican Party. And I've got some ideas. Um, I don't firmly I'm not sure whether the uh, Republican Party is salvageable. I'm willing to try. I'm willing to roll up my sleeves and help out and see what we can do in California and on the national level, but I'm not so sure. No, I don't, I don't disagree with you. There is work that Republican needs to be Party done, and for, to where, where that work needs to be done actually is is the question. I have long held that the main problem that we have within the Republican Party is that we lack the organizing, we lack the ground game, we lack the uh, everything that the Democrat Party has done uh, most uh, uh, on display in the 2008 election when the community organizer Barack Obama uh, took political organizing in the Democrat Party to a new level. But um, this is something I think the Republican Party has lacked for a long time is a viable is a, a functional ground game where we, be, we we start from the ground up where uh, individuals are involved in the built the basic, you know, the old saying, all politics is local. Uh, we don't have a ground game in California. We have a top end game run by the consultancy class out of Sacramento and the state GOP. But if you look across the central committees in California, which is the building block of the GOP. What's lacking is boots on the ground organizing. And and what you see as a result, I think, um, Don, is um, a circular firing squad. Every man for himself in California. We know this. We've seen it time and time again. The people are just out for themselves and their own hide instead of the greater good for the Republican Party, but for the greater good of the state of California. So the, the question is, are are there are these structural problems within the Republican Party, not just in California, but the national level? Are they repairable? And I think that we're getting our answer when you see 10 Republicans so-called vote in favor of impeachment. I mean, 
This is crazy for any Republican. Any rational constitutional person should not be supporting something like this. This is baseless. This is just done to embarrass and do harm to Donald Trump and, and those who supported him. I think the problem is more basic than... Yeah, ground game. Actually, in the in the competitive states, Donald Trump had a very good ground game in his past election. The Democrats, while they are evil, they are effective and they are dedicated warriors for their cause. Our side, among Republican electeds, other than Donald Trump, the warriors for our cause are few and far between. And until you fix that, until you fix the will to win, the will to save the country, the other things, yeah, you need, you need a ground game, you need a good messaging, you need good social media, all those type of the technical stuff, but it starts, it starts within the fighting spirit. But is that fixable? See, that's the problem. You, you're so. talking about human nature here, and... If these are rhinos, I don't think the party, to a degree, is fixable. I'm willing, again, I'm willing to try. I'm willing to give it one last shot, but uh, I'm on my last leg. So let me make a segue here before I run out of time here and tell you that um, there. instead of just bitching and moaning, I hate doing that. I I like to identify the problems Mm -hmm. and then try and find solutions. And so at times like these, which are really, you know, Thomas Paine times, right? These are the times that try men's souls without a, without a doubt. Um, I look back to our founding documents. And so I've been digging through the Declaration of Independence and rereading it and studying it again. And I, I want to pull out this line, if you gentlemen will uh, allow me to, uh, sure. from the, the preamble of the Declaration of Independence. It says that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, and these ends would be life, liberty, and the pursuit of, of happiness. It is the right, and the word right is capitalized, of the people, the word people is capitalized, to alter or abolish it and to institute new government. So clearly we can't rely upon the Republican Party to live up to the Declaration of Independence, can we? But in my mind, as I've been talking about just recently, we need a second Declaration of Independence. So how do we get something like this? Well, I'm starting with a foundation of grievances, and I've got, you know, originally in the Declaration of Independence, there are 27 grievances listed. I've got my 27, and they range from abuse of Article 1, Section 2 of the United States Constitution to attacks on the First Amendment. And we don't have to chronicle the attacks on the First Amendment here. We we know what they are, mm-hmm. right? To attacks on the Second Amendment, the 14th Amendment is being just completely abused, Um so we have our grievances. We, we know what the problems are in the federal government, and this includes the growth of the fourth branch of government that I call, which is also the swamp, right? And it also is part and parcel to some of the problems in the Republican Party. So what do we do as individual U.S. citizens to, to deal with something like this other than go on radio and bitch and moan about it and identify the problems? Well, in Article 5 of the Constitution, the framers gave us a solution that's never been triggered. There are two ways to amend the United States Constitution. One has been done 27 times, which is uh, you work through the Congress. Congress comes up with a bill that becomes eventually an amendment to the Constitution after it's approved by three quarters of the states. The other method is a convention of the states, which has never been triggered. And right now there are, I believe, 15 states that have signed on to trigger a convention of the states. Fifteen signed on so far. 16 are in the process, and another, I think, half dozen are, are considering it, at least in one chamber. So if we hit critical mass of 33, we will trigger a convention of the states so we can start fixing the swamp. And I would start with term limits. And I wouldn't just start stop at the Congress for term limits. I would also impose them on the federal courts, the highest court in the land, the lower courts, because clearly Congress is not doing its job policing the lower courts, lower federal courts. Uh, We could do a balanced budget amendment, but now clearly we also have to address the electoral malfeasance and institute national voter ID and institute an election day instead of election months. And if you want to do absentee ballots, ballot by mail, fine, but you have to have it notarized. You know, these are very common sense, simple solutions that we can do through Article 5 through our states. Now, we're not there yet. So when I talk about a second Declaration of Independence, 
What I'm suggesting now is these states that are on board begin meeting now, just as our framers did in 1787. You know, they had conventions quite regularly back then. So these states that are on board with the convention of the states start meeting now. And people and, and, and county governments, city governments that are not Marxists, that exist within California, for example, can be part of these conventions whether it's Zoom or in person, whatever, where we start laying the foundation and building these blocks, because let's face it, not only is our federal government under attack by these Marxists, and again, this is listed in my grievances, but our, the way we do business, when you look at what they've been doing, the big tech has been doing to Donald Trump and AKA the rest of the, the people who happen to follow Donald Trump, the collateral damage that's taking place on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and everywhere else. To me, this is a good process because we're now highlighting where the problem children are within not only our federal government, but within our, our economy. And we have to build up these alternatives like Parler. Parler's going to be back. Don't sweat it. Parler's been you know, under attack because of Amazon. But now we know what a big and nasty player Amazon is. I didn't realize how bad it was. Well, now I do. And now I'm reexamining Amazon. So this is a vetting process. This is a process that I think is good to build a foundation for the future. But we have to, you know, this silent majority out there can be silent no more in a situation like this. I firmly believe that we are in the majority. We just have to put our feet down now. And so I suggest in 2021, this has to be a major year of transition, a major year of upheaval. And you know what? It may affect the 2022 election cycle, I don't know, but we've got to be building for the future, and this can't be done overnight. It's got to be done constitutionally and methodically, but I think it can be done. I, we, we could delve into those, you know, all those, what you just went through in much greater detail, but I know you're up against a hard break here, um, uh, Graham. One last question is how can people reach you and follow you and get more of your work? I have been sending out messages ever since the – deletion of the account of Donald Trump to please reach out to me, go to GrahamLedger.com and then and you can sign up. We can bypass the mainstream media this way, right? What you're doing is bypassing the mainstream media. We can bypass the mainstream social media, go to GrahamLedger.com and you can sign up for my podcast. And we're going to be fleshing this out through 2021. And we're going to be giving it again. I'm not going to just bitch and moan here. We know what the problems are. Now we have to address it and attack it. So go to GrahamLedger.com and you can sign up and we can stay in touch. I highly suggest staying in touch via email instead of through social media, because look, look what they're doing. Yep. Yep. And there are many other programs. Graham, thank you for joining us. We'll have you back because I think this is a topic that we actually need uh, to flush out further and uh, appreciate uh, your ideas here, because I, I agree with you. There needs to be uh, the the these institutions, whether it's education, the media, um, entertainment, the bureaucracies, uh, the cancer has grown to a point to where I'm not even sure we can cut it out. We need some some kind of a reboot in certain circumstances. And this may be uh, these ideas you've had uh, may be, I think, along with term limits of electeds, we need term limits of staffers as well, yep. because yep. it's the staff in these uh, uh, places, D.C. and Sacramento, that oftentimes actually drive what comes out of the legislator's mouth absolutely gentlemen thank you i gotta go have a great day sir thank you thank you graham and let's hear from our sponsor for this half of unite ie radio ed hoffman of summit funding the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial back after this Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE.
ID number 1012658, Arizona MLO license number 0926439, branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, equal housing opportunity. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And I, we keep saying this every week. It gets more and more important for private citizens to be involved in the political process. And yet uh, the events that seem to have unfolded over the last four years, particularly the last two weeks, are making a lot of people scratch their heads thinking, what do we do now? All our political lives, we have put our faith in our elections. And when we lost, we analyzed our mistakes. We sought lessons for how to win next time and run better campaigns. When we won, we aspired to work with our former opponents for the betterment of the country on both sides. And we essentially uh, would leave our differences at the nation's shores because we could always find uh Agreement when it came to foreign policy, national security, that seems to have ended, you know, sometime in, I don't know, the late 1990s. And now we can't find agreement on anything. And in fact, we're now in a position, Greg, where the solution for those that have grown in their political power, the big tech monopolies, the um, political left in academia, I mean, we saw during uh, the late uh, 2010s, the decade of the 2010s, where the safe space on college campuses grew, where free speech was shut down, where conservatives, for everybody from everybody from uh, uh, Ben Shapiro uh, to uh, Heather McDonald, uh, were basically deplatformed on college campuses. They couldn't handle opinions that differed from them. We learned that speech that they disagreed with, that they felt was evil, was actually violence. And so that was their justification for shutting down free speech, was that your hate speech is actually violence. And we their can violence do any speech. Yeah. And 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 so now we're in this we're in this place where, you know, mostly Republicans are scratching their head wondering what what do we do now? Uh, is it the GOP's fault? Do we need a new party? Um, is it uh, the fault of the 10 people that voted for uh, impeachment? Who are those Republicans? How did they divine out of Donald Trump's speech and his tweets? that he was instigating violence, fomenting an insurrection, uh, literally organizing an assault on the Capitol. I, honestly, I've, I've listened to the speech a couple of times now. I've listened to, I've re-viewed uh, his tweets. I don't see a call to violence. And yet when I look at the, the audio compilations of everybody from Nancy Pelosi to uh, uh, Iana uh, Presley uh, to um, even pictures like Kathy Griffin holding up a decapitated head of Donald Trump in the beginning of his presidency to Shakespeare in the park, you know, Caesar dressed up like Donald Trump and getting stabbed. Who who are the ones that are really fomenting violence? And now they've got this one little nugget that they have uh, latched on to saying that Donald Trump instigated an insurrection in our most hallowed institution, the Capitol in Washington, D.C., and now big tech deplatforming everybody on the excuse that it was used to organize this insurrection. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to focus on. But a lot of people are wondering where we go from here. Right. And uh, there, there's a lot. There, there, there's a lot in that in that. uh statement you just made to, to dive into and respond to the we are in a fundamentally different situation than we have than we've been in at least since the first shooting civil war that yeah there's been vote fraud in the past and at least the 1960 presidential election was also stolen by the democrats through vote fraud although the the, the amount of fraudulent votes were much less than what we've seen in this election. But we, we, and after the 1960 election, 
President Eisenhower urged Republican candidate Richard Nixon to contest the vote fraud. And whether it was a good decision or not at the time, uh, Nixon decided not to, that it would be in the best interest of the country to not have that fight. And he let it go. And ultimately, of course, he was elected president eight years later in uh, in 1968. And the numbers, the vote fraud numbers were such that Republicans could realistically expect, well, this is a really close election. They got this one on fraud, but we can win a few. We can win in future elections when the margins aren't so close. That is not so. After this after this last election, where hundreds of thousands, if not millions of votes were altered. Fraudulent votes, election procedures were voided and and evaded to allow for illegal voting across the key states. Uh, This evidence is overwhelming between computer forensic experts, statistical experts, eyewitness testimony, analysis of historical trends that a whole series of things that uh, reliably predicted the result. And yes, some of them could fail, but they all failed this time massively. And the odds of that happening, honestly, are remote. So the enemy, and it's important that we understand that we're dealing with an enemy. We're not dealing with the opposition party. We are dealing with enemies of our country and our freedom and our republic. And they have they they use the Lenin's maximum that a lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. So instead of saying yes, you have, there's there, there was maybe been some problems. You, here's your evidence. Your evidence is not well taken because here's counter evidence. We don't accept your evidence because they have instead taken to a gaslighting approach that there is no evidence of vote fraud. And that is an out-and-out, bald-faced lie. For example, a declaration by a computer expert last name, Nia, who had done computer forensic work and white hat hacking on behalf of the deep state and banks and other companies. And he's a goes through his qualifications and his analysis of the vote and concludes that hundreds of thousands of votes were shifted from President Trump to President vote fraud. Now, that declaration, his testimony would be admissible in any court of law in the United States of America. Now, the, the jury or the judge might not accept that. The other side might have counter experts that, that the trier of fact might choose to believe. But that is evidence. That is admissible evidence. Or when a truck driver testifies that he transported hundreds of thousands of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. That's admissible evidence in any court of law. Again, you may not believe the evidence. You may discount the evidence. You may say there's counter. There's other evidence that, I'm, that you, you believe. Okay, that's one thing. But to bald-faced lie and say there is no evidence is gaslighting, and that's what they've done. And right. cycling back to our uh, – I'll let you jump back in here. Cycling back to our Republicans is we have – a large number of these Republican electeds have accepted that. They haven't pushed back on it. They even repeat it. They, give, they, they, they support that. There is no evidence of that. And there's a number of prominent Republicans that are in that category who go on mainstream media, quote, news, unquote, shows, and, 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 tell, and, give, and tell the Democrats what they want to hear, and then they get praise and they get on the show. So I'll, I'll stop talking and let, you, and let you jump in here. But we, when, you, when, you, when we, can't, uh, we can't elect our leaders, when we don't have the prospect of an honest election in two years, then we can uh, change the results and point out the deficiencies of the Democrats' root governance for the last two years. We're in a different situation, and I've used up all of our, almost all of our remaining time for uh, this half of Unite IE Radio. So... I will say, we'll say stay tuned and we'll try to let Don get a word in edgewise in our next segment. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event heard weekends right here on AM 590 The Answer. 
For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM 590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton and joined by my co-host Don Dix. And we were discussing before the before the break is how we in our fundamentally different situation that when you have honest elections in a republic, even if you lose, all right, that may be disappointing, but you know in two years hence, there's going to be another honest election, and you can point out all the deficiencies of the current ruling party and hopefully to get a better result next time. When you have large-scale, almost unlimited vote fraud, as we had in the 2020 election, that's, that's a fundamentally different situation. and. I think Don spoke for about five minutes or so, it seemed like, and then I went on for about five minutes or so. So now we're going to let Don speak for a while, and I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> You're not going to have that long. It better be a quick cup of coffee. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm with you that there, uh, there was failure. There was failure at the GOP leadership. They failed to block or at least missed entirely the very real and illegal efforts by Democrat state officials, state courts, governors, nonprofits to generalize mail-in ballots, hold ballot harvesting events in public parks, and remove or weaken signature verification. Those are all very real things. The question that really remained after uh, even uh, Republican state uh, legislatures also failed us by kind of nonchalantly observing uh, this multi-pronged attack by the Democrats to remove all of the typical fail-safe mechanisms of voter integrity. Um, So the question that remains is the question that hasn't been answered of all that. Was it sufficient to change the outcome? And unfortunately, because everything uh, to examine uh, what happened got shut down and, you know, we could kind of forecast that when seven days after the election, the New York Times ran a headline saying election officials all agree was no voter fraud. Well, seven days after the election, there's no possible way that you actually would be able to know if there was voter fraud or not. They were barely even done counting the ballots seven days after. There were still states that hadn't been called. So to say that there was no voter fraud, uh, that headline on the face of it is a lie. So, you know, we 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 do need, you know, one, one of the things that Graham Ledger said in the uh, first quarter of our show was and I, I don't know if the uh, you know an Article Five uh, Constitutional Convention of the states, as he described it, is wise or not. I just haven't looked into it that much. But I'll tell you what: when you dangle the agenda that he did in front of people, uh, which would include things like term limits, uh, balanced budget amendment, voter ID, uh, those things are very appealing because those are the things that the Democrats have fought. You know, under various different um, 
you know, excuses of, you know, civil rights violations and so forth. But somehow Mexico, with its impoverished masses, somehow India, with its impoverished masses, somehow those folks seem to be able to make a nationwide voter ID law work. Short of that, I don't know how there is no way to reinstill faith uh, in our elections. Um and and now we're now we're faced with this double pronged issue of dealing with those systemic failures, dealing with a Democrat party that has gone full Nazi, full radical, full on Marxist, and then we have to deal internally with uh, on at the tippy top of ten Republicans who thought that somewhere buried in Donald Trump's uh, messaging was the call to violence, was the incitement to violence to breach the Capitol. I haven't been able to find that anywhere. In fact, I think there's actually proof that's beginning to emerge that this was planned by certain actors long before Donald Trump even uh, gave his speech. So even if he hadn't spoken, many people feel like this would have happened anyways. So yeah, we're 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 in quite a place and we're having to reexamine not just our social media use but you know our processes for elections and I keep coming back like I said with Graham that the basic fundamental building block of a strong um political operation is getting more people involved at the grassroots level in California, it's why I believe we lost so many seats in Orange County in 2018, um, and until, less than until we uh, begin to rebuild that, I don't think we have a prayer. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my second cup of coffee here. <laughs> so thank you for that opportunity to vent, Greg. Sure. It's very cathartic, and I hope it was equally as cathartic to our uh, show's listeners. Okay, now, now that I have the four, you can, go, you, can, you can break for lunch. Okay, I'm going to go get a ham sandwich and prosecute it. Yes, I'll have. Indict it. Um, the evidence, I mean, I think you were too mild on, on the evidence of the vote fraud, and it's not just the mail-in ballots, although that was certainly part of it, and they scattered those to the wind this time. Uh, Peter Navarro came out with, uh, who was Donald Trump's, trade representative, but came out with this third report listing the various illegal votes in the various states. And uh, there were clearly more than enough. The What happened on January 6th was in, the, in Congress was a show trial. It was, it was, it was just, it was Kabuki theater. It wasn't, it was, none, none of the objections were ever going to pass. And shortly before that, a couple of Ted Cruz and I think some other senators had come out and said, let's have a, let's have a, a 10 day commission. Okay, no commission was going to determine the result in 10 days. You wouldn't even get access to the materials that are being blocked. In some cases, the ballots are being shredded in Georgia and I think Michigan in violation of state law. Um, the data on some of the voting machines is being erased. Uh, the, the, when they got a limited opportunity to inspect voting machines in Michigan and found that the error rate was set to 68%. They also found that when there's an error, then it goes off to a machine or a person someplace to be, quote, adjudicated, unquote. And while the, the machines had the adjudication records for prior elections, the adjudication records for the 2020 election had already been erased. Mm-hmm. They, were covering, they, were, they were covering up their crime. Then we add on. To, so, we, so, we, so you have this vote fraud and you have the, if the Republicans were serious about fighting this from the get go, because it was it was obvious within days that there had been massive vote fraud with the midnight dumps of hundreds of thousands of ballots that were 99 or 98 or 97 percent for Joe Biden. Um, among other things, it was obvious that what it, it was obvious that what, what had happened, that the only that those key states had stopped counting. They were excluding Republicans from watching them count in violation of law, in some cases in violation of court orders. You have to, as an aside, you have to understand that in America today, the laws are for little people and Republicans, not high-ranking Democrats. And that's another part of what's undermining uh, 
what's going on in the country. Then add on to this. So you see have the, the vote fraud system. Then you have the full on assault and we'll get to it more in looking at alternatives and in social media to suppress freedom of speech. Then you have this kind of then you have this economic warfare. And we see this being played against Donald Trump as be, you know, Deutsche Bank severed relationships and New York canceled all of its contracts and, and so on. Then you have a couple of things that, that struck me in the news this week. One is Kurt Schilling, the former great baseball pitcher. His insurance company canceled all of his policies because of his social media poly, poly, uh, profile. Here's a very prominent person, and insurance is canceled. Then you look at another thing that struck me this past week is the National Association of Realtors came out with a new policy that says they're going to either fine their members up to $15,000 or expel them from the organization for any, quote, hate speech, unquote, which is, of course, a very vague standard used by the left to suppress freedom of speech. So now you're a realtor. And the whole point of this is to teach the lesson that the safest and easiest course of action for you is to shut up unless you're espousing the Democrat Party talking points of the day. And those are just two examples of this. And on January 20th, this woke corporate authoritarianism is going to be merged with the power of the state and the FBI and the CIA and the entire deep state apparatus to go after the enemies of the Democrat Party. Back from lunch? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm back from lunch, and uh, the ham sandwich was great, and uh, you're absolutely right. I, I think if we think that the political left and their various different fellow travelers that you've identified in your uh, description there. Uh, if we think that they're going to take their foot off the gas and say, okay, uh, now that we've won the election, let's go back to quote unquote normal, whatever, uh, that normal might have been. Uh, I think people are sorely mistaken. I, I you know, when you, we, you hear corporate America saying, uh, we're no longer going to give money to Republicans. We're no longer going to fund Republican, uh, campaigns. Um, when you look at what happened to Pomp Salon up in, uh, Stockton, when they decided they were going to continue to stay open, they had armed members of a department in California that I never even knew had a police force, the Department of Consumer Affairs. Did you know they had a police force? I didn't. Not until this, that that incident. Nope. So you had armed members of their police force showing up to shut down that business because how dare they break uh, the governor's uh, orders. Um, You had Kevin Kiling, James Gallagher, who... Uh, sued the governor for his overreach of power, and it took a judge all of two days to recognize that the that the uh, executive orders that Governor Newsom was issuing were outside the scope of his authority under an emergency declaration. If we think that things are going back to normal, we're sorely mistaken. Um, which is why, again, I just keep coming back to, so what do we do? I mean, do we stop spending money at Amazon? Yes. Uh, we need to do exactly the same things that uh, the political left does, because uh, if you want to hold a meeting at a hotel and then political left, you know, starts hammering them phone calls and letters saying, we're no longer going to your business if you allow uh, that group of haters that are whose speech is violent uh, against uh, a certain individual. The weaponization of language is what we have seen happen, and it's coming to fruition. So if you think this is going to change and go back to some semblance of normal, uh, it's not. This oh, no. is, yeah, this is, and, and, and if anything, 2021, we're going to see it get worse. You know, you got... Uh, George Gascon, who is the new Los Angeles County DA that has issued 11 memos in uh, summarizing 
on my part, what those memos are saying, essentially a list of crimes. He's no longer going to prosecute everything from trespassing to all the way up to sentencing enhancements for violent crimes that would normally add years onto somebody's sentence. No longer going to apply those. In fact, he is going to reevaluate every sentence of individuals that have been convicted longer than 15 years to look at adjusting those down. So, I mean, this is every corner of our uh, institutions are involved in this um, effort. They are, and we need to we need to break it here from our sponsor. Uh, Benjamin Franklin warned us that he who would overthrow, whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must first begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And while Benjamin Franklin intended that as a warning, the Democrats and the Democrat industrial complex thinks that that is good and helpful advice. And we're going to dive into that and what our alternatives are after this word from All-Star Collision. The place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And as we segue back to your uh, uh, cliffhanger there that you left us with, Greg, uh, something I just want to insert into this conversation, that when we started the Unite IE radio show, we started it because one of the things we recognized was that all of the groups throughout the Inland Empire, and as I've talked to people Outside our general geographic area, I hear the same thing that from them. That a lot of these community-based groups were operating like little pockets of resistance. That we weren't coordinating our efforts in terms of, uh, you know, basic operations all the way up to actually grouping together to do things. And I think you know we we began uh, that effort in earnest. I don't know if we've carried it forward as uh, much. Uh, or, or as completely as we should have, but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that one of the biggest failings I think we on the right have, we have recognized that this problem was coming at us. We didn't realize the speed with which it was coming, but I think we all saw the light at the end of the tunnel that we thought uh, we were working towards, and it turned out to be a train headed towards us, and it came a lot quicker because I don't think anybody – uh, reckoned that things were that far gone in our country. But I think that spirit of what we attempted to start needs to be reinvigorated. And we do need to start working together more uh, effectively. And we do need to start uniting in ways that uh, perhaps we never even thought that we should to do things that we never even imagined that we would need to do. So uh, back to your uh, comment before the uh, break, and uh, you want to pick up your thought there. Sure. Uh, they are trying to, they being the Democrat industrial complex of all their, the big damn tech companies, big woke corporations uh, are trying to suppress our communication. Uh, rulers have always wanted to control the flow of information to the people. And uh, as I, we quoted Benjamin Franklin before the break, uh, whoever would overthrow the liberty of our nation must first begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And as we see the Democrats think that this is a, as good advice in their goal of overthrowing the liberty of a nation, of the nation. Um, Big Dem Tech is becoming more and more censorous on Facebook, on Twitter, and the other, the other named platforms. Donald Trump has been censored. It's funny, they call him a dictator, but how often is it the dictator gets censored? Right. It, it, it doesn't happen. So I've, I've been pushing alternatives for a long time, and there's uh, steps probably beyond the scope of what we might be able to talk about today that, that could have been taken against big dem tech 
but our side, despite this threat of what was going to happen in this election with big Dem tech being obvious for years, our side did nothing more than intermittent hand-wringing on the subject. Now, maybe all those campaign contributions that the big Dem tech companies made to Republicans uh, may well have influenced them and, and may have uh, cost them the election as well as may have cost us the Republic. My favorite alternative, social media, has been and remains Gab, G-A-B. And they uh, are totally independent. They tried to take them down a couple of years ago by their host, the host of the host of the site, canceled their canceled them. They have rebuilt, they have their own servers. So whereas Parlor, which got some more name, more was probably more famous as an alternative social media site recently, was taken down because it depended upon Amazon host its site and so amazon anytime and they just did it you're shut down and they're they're offline gab has its own servers and is thus more defensible they are they are adamant about protecting free speech anything that's legal but doesn't include threats doesn't include pornography then it's permitted on their site they don't they don't censor and there's we're seeing an exit, seeing a great influx of people over there on Gab. They were one day this past week, they were picking up, they got a million new uh, users on the site. So there's a, there's your, there's your, there is your number one site. Is uh, and if you sign up, go for the pro account, help them support. They don't get advertising, so they're they're dependent upon contributions or people subscribing with a pro account at a whopping ninety nine dollars a year. I think most of us can afford that for the for to support freedom of speech online. Yeah, cancel I, your Amazon, cancel your Amazon Prime membership at twelve bucks a month and give it to Gab. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. Abs, abs, absolutely, and we don't have time to talk about waging economic warfare. There's a great new messaging app that I that I've gotten onto. It's called Telegram. And you can use it like a Facebook Messenger, like a text messaging between person to person. You can also set up a group. Uh, similar to come much similar to a Facebook group, or you can set up a channel where it's getting like a Facebook organizational page where it just has your um, which what, what your what your feed and your articles and so on. And you can find Breitbart, you can find Candace Owens, you can find Gateway and other leading conservatives that are now doing that on Telegram as well as Gab. So those are those are your those are your two best sites. And I think if we tend to concentrate on some alternatives on a limited, more limited number, rather than spreading us out, these will help get these alternatives gain more critical mass. And so there's your homework. There's, there's some, you know, the, the course ahead of how we're going to preserve liberty and the Republic is unclear at this point. But here's something immediately you can do is open up your Gab account and you can search for me, Gregory Britton, and Don is on. Don Donald Dix is also on it, although he has not yet gabbed. He signed up, but but he has not yet gabbed on the, on the site. So I missed I missed the gab Don, I missed the gab instra I missed the instructional uh, video on how to gab. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully he will, by by the time you hear this he will ha- he he will have gabbed. Uh, Telegram <laughs> uh, and support these sites. And there's, some, there's, there's an immediate step that we can all take because we have to be able to communicate with each other yep. in the face of the, of the efforts of the Democrat Party and big Dem tech to silence our communications. So there's, there, there's your homework. And I'll turn it back to you, Don, and um, we'll get another cup of coffee. Okay. And uh, maybe this time you can grab a Pop-Tart, too, with go with your coffee. Ooh. Um, because I might go into the extended version. Um, no, I agree. We, we, you know, finding alternatives like this are important. I was going to mention a couple of others, but I think that would begin to get overwhelming. And I'm not exactly sure. You mentioned Telegram. I know I'm on a few other, uh, a, a few other apps on my phone, but uh, we need to sort through those because you know we've got a limit. You got a limit as far as, uh, and we all need to be on the same thing to to make it work. But um, yeah, I do. I, I come back and I'll 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 end my uh, filibustering uh, with this comment. You know, um, back when the Constitution was ratified, uh, it's often spoken about um, a, a someone that approached Ben Franklin uh, following the ratification of the Constitution, and 
asked him, what form of government have you given us? And he said, a republic, if you can keep it. Um, and we're in a place now where we're really seeing that because of the way that we have uh, ignored what the proper care and feeding of a constitutional republic is, forgotten it. It's no longer taught in elementary school. Civics has been replaced with uh, gender therapy. Um, we no longer have the basic toolbox for keeping the republic, which means you're much more engaged in what happens locally at your city council, your school board, and your county boards. So that is something that needs to be done. And uh, with that, Greg, um, you know, we've been doing this at this for, for almost seven years this coming year. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be on the radio with you. And um, Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we'll, we'll continue this. Yeah, we are turning in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio. Unless, of course, uh, we, you know Don and I are in a uh, re-education re camp. camp. <laughs> God bless. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 102658, Arizona NLO license number 0926439, branch NMLS ID number 1817872, Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, equal housing opportunity. AM 590, the answer.